so you take a picture, okay, and this app identifies the type of food. So it says hot dog, right? It's called the seafood app. So now you take a picture of the hot water, and it's like, not hot dog. <laughs> and that's all it does. It only identifies hot dogs and everything else as not hot dog. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the IO panel. This is episode number 68, recorded on Sunday, July 23rd, the year 2017 of our Lord. Uh, with us today is Dr. Neil Blevins, a.k.a. Evan. Evan, how you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Esquire. Don't, please don't forget next time. Oh, my apologies. It's very important. I know. And you know you don't have to keep reminding me how important it is, right? It's okay. You don't have I to got keep it. forgetting. I got it. Okay. I don't believe you. Right. <laughs> and also with us is James. James, how you doing? What's up? The okay. weather. No. Sudy, sudy. Oh my god. <laughs> so, how have you guys been? What you guys been up to? Evan, I'll tell, you, go. I'll tell you what, I have been super comfortable this past week sitting here because I'm the proud new owner of a Serta branded chair. Yes, the mattress people make office chairs, and I'm telling you, it's worth the money. Nice. So, so comfortable. And where did you um, obtain that from? I obtained it, slash acquired, slash purchased, slash bartered money for a product at uh, Office Depot. Hmm. Office Depot. Mm-hmm. I did get it on sale for almost $120 off normal price. Still pricey, but well worth it. Nice. What else is new? Um, I bought tickets to see Smash Mouth. Hey, hey. <laughs> did you see Smash Mouth? Yes. <laughs> it's like, did you... Say who I think you said? Yes, I did. Smash Mouth is coming to Memphis August 31st, I believe. And you're scheduling time to go and, like, kill the leader of the to, band? Uh, or to do, to do God's will? No. No. <laughs> you're, you're doing God's good work over there? Is that what's happening? I'm going to what? observe the, the epic event. From afar with a high-powered sniper rifle. From afar within the venue, correct. From afar within the venue as a paid... <laughs> yes, as a, voluntarily, as a... yes. Uh, unarmed. Correct. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. You can't What's go in there unarmed, on, man? man. I mean, you gotta go in there strapped. <laughs> I was telling Mike, um, when it was announced on Facebook, some guy in the comments was like, let's open up this pit! <laughs> Smash Mouth you... is not... Traditionally a metal band, so I thought it was funny. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Have you have you at least aligned yourself with some some juggalos? Maybe like some local local juggalo clan to go in with you to do God's good work. Hmm. I haven't, 
but I may maybe some be able to you. call in some favors. Tell you, man, don't 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 go under unprepared, man. You're gonna you're gonna look back at your deathbed. And you said I had a chance. <laughs> Are, I had a chance to, to to undo what was done. And when, and, and, and I could and I missed. When it. am I ever gonna have another chance to be so famous? You're gonna regret not murdering them. <laughs> And all their fans. No, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, are no, you insinu- since you bring up Juggalos? Are you insinuating? I thought he was going to say since you brought up murder, <laughs> that the lead singer of Smash Mouth is in secret uh, Violent J from Insane Cloud Posse. Honestly, are uh, you he making could that be. accusation? He could be. He totally could be. Do you have totally proof that he's not? I'm not. I don't have proof that he's not, which means he probably is. There we go. I, and I, I, I just put that together because I thought, what other group probably hates Smash Mouth? Illuminati confirmed. Yep. So <laughs> I think, but I think, uh, yeah. Now that you mention it, you're right. He looks like a. He looks like fucking Violet J. Have you like ever Violet seen J them in the same on. place at the same time? No, nope, I don't think so. Please let's get on Reddit, our conspiracy, and start that. Yep. Or no, our truth. Our. <laughs> he's like no, no, no. Our truth. R slash third eye. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so Evan Evan had uh sent me a message about that and he's like he's like, Yeah, I couldn't resist, man. He's like they have he's like they have the whole meme thing going on right now. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah and I had no idea what he was talking about, right? But I didn't want to say anything, you know? So Smile and nod. Yep. So then like seven hours later I was like getting out of the shower or something and I was like, Oh, that's what he's talking about. Okay. <laughs> So those of you who don't know, in uh, in some memes now they do they have they, someone writes some, and then someone else writes body once told me, yeah, which is of course one of the more popular <laughs> songs from Smash Mouth because of Tr- Shrek, right, yep. right. So yeah, so now that's a thing. I mean, it's that's a, a catchy song before Shrek, but yeah, I didn't know it was a oh, yeah. meme. Yeah, my my coworker was telling me the other day. He was like, he came up to me and he's like, he had his hand like this, and he had one hand like this, and he said this. He's like, did you like this? Like, one more trip to Flavor Town. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, yes, you're a crazy person. I love it. Oh God, that's. That's hilarious. Yeah. Whatever I see, I saw a Guy Fieri thing where it's like, they just had a picture of him and it's like, this is what humans will look like in 2050 or something. His <laughs> like, <laughs> crazy hair and whatever. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we know what Evan's been up to and what he will be up to. Mm-hmm. The past and the future. James... What do, what do we have from you? What you been up to this past week? Uh, what was the question? James, Silence. what have you been up to this past week? Hmm? Oh. <laughs> I was I wasn't wrong. No, I was reading I was reading it. I was reading one of the articles. Um and and just totally locked in. No, this week uh just working, man. Working like fucking crazy. Getting those extra hours, getting ready for the beach next week, um, and waiting for Game of Thrones this weekend. Tonight, you're one of, the, you're well, one of those people. Last weekend, yeah. Well, there's another episode on this Sunday. There's ten episodes. Oh, you mean the? Okay, okay, yeah, I got yeah, you. W- winter's coming. Mm-hmm. Actually, when I say a long fucking time to come. 
Mike, didn't you go to a watch party? <laughs> Look at his oh, face! Look didn't at his you face! Go to a... <laughs> didn't you go to a Game of Thrones watch party? Look at his fucking face! <laughs> I did not. Oh, okay. He's so I thought angry. about it, but I did not go. He's so fucking angry. He's inside, he's like, just, he's upset. Like, his heart, his heart is upset, yo. You see his face? <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. Michael, that was beautiful. <sighs> I aim to please. But, okay. Um, so, so we know what you did this week, roughly. Um, and we know what you're doing next week. Well, in almost a week, right? Because I'm doing the same thing, going to the beach. Mm-hmm. That's right. That should be fun. You never bought um, that Evan, giant swan floaty, did you? Ro- uh, you know, Evan, I did not. Rosemary has something in the similar oh, vein. Flamingo. A flamingo. Mm. Oh, okay. Um... But yeah, I was going to get, well, James and I were talking about, I was going to get a giant ass towel, like really giant, but I looked at it by 12 feet and be like, ah, perfect. Yeah, it was a hundred square feet, I think (laughs) something like that, but it wasn't big enough. So I was like, nah, 10 by 10 is not big enough for a a towel. I need to be able to roll myself in it three times. Three full revolutions of my body. Nearly the size of your bedroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see here. Okay, here it is. The world's largest beach towel. T- yeah, 10 feet by 10 feet. Larger than a king-size bed. Mm-hmm. Okay. 100 square feet. Highly absorbent microfiber material. So you need um, to make a towel that is ten and a half feet by ten and a half feet, and then claim that you have the world's largest beach towel. And then, well, I really rich. want a towel that's like twenty-five by twenty-five. You know, you know. Do you realize that that's going to weigh like forty-five pounds? And you're you're gonna you're gonna get it delivered and be like, "Fuck, I don't even want to carry this anywhere." You'd be like, "Well, the idea was well, funny." I can see Michael sitting on a sand dune being like, yes. <laughs> well, I'm almost to the beach. Well, well it's a one-way we were trip. Supposed to invent, yeah. We were supposed to invent a device that would take care of that for me, but we all suck. <laughs> he, well, it's all right. right I'd, rather, I'd rather see you frustratingly, when it's time to leave the beach, throw your gigantic $99 beach towel into the water so you can <laughs> later drain, drown several seals and catch turtles' heads in it. So you don't have to walk back with it. So uh, it was all worth it. <laughs> Loggerhead <Yeah>. turtles. <clears throat> That's right. Loggerheads. Yeah. Loggerheads. Um, yeah, this this so towel like that's 10 feet by 10 feet. <laughs> 10 feet by 10 feet is $90. Ugh. Just so you know. And it comes with, like, straps and things to secure it. Like, while it's, you know, folded up. Or ro- to, rolled up, I guess, really. Go to Walmart, get, like, 20 of their... It's like, buy a tarp. One dollar budget towels and staple all the corners together. That sounds awful. Really uncomfortable and super yeah. dangerous. <laughs> so how'd you get tetanus? Really uncomfortable and super dangerous. Yes. Yeah. 
It's like you dry yourself, you come away bloody. (laughs) (laughs) Totally worth it, bro. It was a prank. That's right. It was a goof. Yep, there. I sent you guys the link just so you you. can see see what I'm talking about. Very good. Thought about it. Thought about it, but like I said, it's not big enough. I saw the pictures. Saw the people sitting on it. I'm like, nah, nah. I need more. It's never big enough, right, Mike? There you go. Size queens abound. (laughs) So. Very good. All right. Have have fun at the beach. We'll be be doing the the show. The beach. beach. Mm -hmm. The one and only beach. Get uh, drunk. Get sunburned. Make some regrettable decisions. Return home. Resume normal life. Of getting drunk and making regrettable decisions. No, okay. And getting, <laughs> yes. But not getting sunburned. <laughs> right, exactly. <clears throat> Alright, so why don't we go ahead and get started here with our agenda. Sure. Um, so, first article... Um, er, something about some tweets. I think that's a guy in some tweets. So what we're talking about here is a little bit of fresh news from the meat grinder that is Washington, D.C. Okay, so just to start, a couple things have happened. Sean Spicer stepped down as uh, press secretary. And he stepped down just as Anthony Scaramucci, who sounds like just a fucking bad guy's name, uh, Scaramucci enters the room with his gun. Yeah. So Anthony Scaramucci came in as the director of communications, which is basically like he's the president's PR guy. Um, So Scaramucci actually seems like a pretty decent guy. And that's what this article's about. Um, It's all his old tweets. Uh, he seems, well, I shouldn't say he seems like a decent guy. He seems like a liberal um, who is fiscal, fiscally conservative. So probably like an in-the-middle person like me and probably like a few, like most of our friends. Um, but I guess the president asked him to do his duty. And Scaramucci is a Wall Street guy first, so he decided I'm going to do whatever. Like maybe this is good for him. I don't know why. But he, of course he had to go back and delete a bunch of tweets, like one saying Hillary you know, is highly competent and, and a great gal. And uh, <laughs> he didn't he didn't say great gal, but you know what I mean. And then other ones kind of, but he does not directly say Trump should eat a dick or something. He just basically ignores Trump as a non-entity. He says Jeb Bush is an okay guy and that kind of stuff. So uh, this is from 2015 through 2014, all that time, all, you know, previous times. So he seems very like in the middle, you know, um, nothing highly negative and nothing about him. Nothing about him seems like, gross and disgusting like like a bad character type person like the kind of people that trump's put in in his uh he's put brought around him in, uh currently but anyway this article covers a few of his tweets the last thing on this that i put up uh i put in there i called it uh the spiciest was a little bit of stuff about sean spicer some of his famous gaffes Hitler, Hitler did nothing wrong. He did not say that, by the way, but it just, that's a, that's a meme. But, um, but, uh, when I think of that, 
you know, Hitler did the thing wrong. When I think about that, I think about Sean Spicer saying, saying Hitler didn't even sink to where uh, Basar Salashad, but Basar Shad did um, by gassing people. Like, well, it's like the Hitler, Nazis never used chemical weapons. Yeah, exactly. Like, actually, yeah, Hitler's that's actually, kind of the whole thing. Actually, yeah, he's the original gasser. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so. Um, so he completely forgot, or he was just too too busy trying to make a point. I don't know what he's doing. Just stupid, you know. Don't invoke Hitler's name in anything political, you know. So anyway, what's that, yeah. what's that law? That quote unquote law called? It's not the Hitler law. It's like the longer an internet discussion goes on, the more likely it is to involve Hitler. There's like uh, there's I've a, a actual that. theory about that. I've heard that. I have heard that before, but I don't know what it's called. Yeah, I've heard that too, but I I don't know the if there's a name for it or something. <laughs> well, at any rate, this yeah. so he it, this covers the rule several, of Hitler's. No, I don't know. This co- covers several of his more famous gaffes. So uh, I don't think Godwin's that's what he inspired. Uh, is that it? Yes. Yep. Oh, there you go. Um, but this this is not. I don't think that's why he was let go. I think he's just a bungler. He's not very good at his job because the president wasn't isn't a very good president. And so Sean Spicer was kind of left, kind of whatever, hanging in the lurch. I expect from Scaramucci and the person Scaramucci appointed, which is uh, Sean Spicer's number two, um, and her name is SHS. She has a resting bitch face like no other. Hold on, let me find that, find that thing. I keep on joking that she's, she's uh, Mike Huckabee's daughter, and she's married to Bernie Sanders' son, even though that's totally not true. Oh, no. okay. No, she's what Susan. She is Huckabee Mike Huckabee's Sanders? daughter, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. There you go. Ah, yeah, and you. she's she's nothing special. Not easy on the eyes, and uh, who knows? Probably she's probably just somebody's going to melt into the background. You know. Now I um, could be mistaken. Well, she's but... the one been doing the press conferences recently, right? For the last couple of days, yeah. instead of Sean Spicer. Yeah. I mean, he he hasn't been doing any press conferences for weeks. Yeah, didn't he sort of step down, but sideways into another PR communications job? Like, is I thought he was still sort of part of the organization. Yeah, and that's what they kind of said. He was. I guess he's. I think what I think what happened was they just they brought him out of it because it was such a mess, and then you know they were like, "Yeah, we're just gonna replace you," and he's like, "All right, hang around." And I think it's good for him, honestly, because he's like the laughing stock. Um, poor Jenna, Jessica, or whoever McCarthy is going to have nothing to do now on Saturday nights. Yeah, <laughs> some some fake tweet was like, "I just wanted her to lose her job." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see what happens, but um, just a matter until they really sink the, the press, really sink her, their teeth into all these people. Scary Mucci, I kind of feel sorry for because. He seems like he's like too smart for this, but I don't know why he chose to do it. Maybe he's too ambitious for his own good. Um, if I was him, I would have stayed out of it. You know, he famously called the Trump situation a spectacle in one of his tweets that he deleted. So, yeah, I'd stay that, out of it. That could be spun to a positive. It could be, but it is a spectacle. It's totally, yes. totally a mess. So, anyway, I saw something else too, but I did not, couldn't find a story to verify it. Something about discussing about Trump discussing pardons. Um, oh yeah, and whether he could pardon himself? Because <laughs> like, I have ultimate power. Yeah, ultimate power, pa- pardon power, whatever he says. Yeah, um, yeah. So. so I was reading an article about that, and um, 
It's actually James, a valid I'm sorry, were question. you going to say something? No. Uh... Okay, so the the little bit that I read said that you know the framers never had this in mind, so the Constitution doesn't doesn't say one way or the other. You know, basically, it doesn't forbid. Um, so yeah, they're like yeah, tech. Yeah, they're like technically, I guess he could pardon himself, but they did say that it wouldn't affect an impeachment if if that were if it were to come to that, yeah. he, he could still be impeached. You know, so uh, which is just some... just removing his president. You know, so yeah, some some constitutional law guy on a thing I saw when I was just researching it for the show says that never has a sitting president ever been indicted for anything. And it's, they, they said it's just constitutionally inappropriate, which I don't even know what that means. But they say he said it's commonly constitutionally inappropriate. It's viewed as constitutionally inappropriate to even consider indicting a president, a sitting president. Um, impeachment is as far as it would go, and it would never go past that. So there's no reason for him to pardon himself, except if he wants to look guilty. Um, probably more can, more... Realistically, he'll be pardoning people like his son and, you know, right. whoever else is involved in whatever else. And we don't know that the his son's actually done anything. No, his, <laughs> his, his, his adult son. Don Jr. son. Well, okay, wait, wait, you know what's going on with Don Jr., right, Mike? Good old DJ? Don Jr., no. DJ Tanner? No. From Full House? You know what's going on with Donald Trump Jr., right? You're aware of this, right? With the Russia and stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. Christ, dude. (laughs) I feel like he's just saying, I heard about that. He hasn't heard about shit, but okay. No, it was like, he's been in contact with the Russians for a while and whatever, and more emails and bullshit, right? Mike's like, I get my news from old episodes of Law & Order and NCIS. (laughs) If it's not covered there, I don't need to. Oh, no, he wanted, didn't they they want to give him emails from Clinton, or he was seeking emails from Clinton or some shit like that from the Russians? Was it something like that? Uh, there's more to it than that, and that's sort of wrong, but that's good enough. You kind of got the gist of it. Um, but definitely, maybe watch. Yay! You know, okay. Maybe watch some up. more current episodes of yeah. NCIS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Or Lord> Ripped <laughs> from the headlines. <laughs> Mike's like, well, where does Gibbs Law fit into this? That's right. Gibbs rules. Gibbs rules. That's right. I got a mug of that somewhere around here. But yeah, so that's that's really it to that. I mean, normally this is not our basic, our normal fare for news topics, but I thought it was kind of interesting. It's just more shakeups and in the in the White House, and we'll just see what happens, man. Um, I think this plays into Michael's really cool article that he'll be that he didn't read about later, but we can all read about it. So nice. Well, um, I hope we'll Sean lands on his feet. He was. Uh, oh, he will. I think he did the best he could with a. With a shit gig, I guess. I think he, I th- I'm with you. I, I really think he did. Like, I don't know what you could do with that. You know, I mean, I feel like he just went out there every day with no guidance and it's no like- instruction. <laughs> and they and 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 he probably learned about stuff as the press learned about it. That's what I think. I doubt that the president was like, I'm going to send a crazy tweet out right now about how much I hate fucking Spanish migrants. You know, no, I think Spicer walked out there and they were like, what about the migrant tweet? And he's like, oh, fuck. (laughs) He's like, he said, what? Yeah. (laughs) Like, he's going to CNN on a tablet at the podium and like, oh, shit. You know, (laughs) it's like uh, Will Ferrell from old school. Every time he he steps away from the podium, he's like, oh, what happened? I blacked out. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So sorry for the guy. And people always look at him as some as some bungler. 
you know? So his 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 public career is probably ruined, you know? And he'll never be able to disappear in obscurity unless he dies there blonde or something because he just, people recognize him, you know? They'll just recognize him. I mean, he's he's like a, not a target, but he just looks, he just looks, like you look at him, you're like, this guy's a dummy, you know? You know what I mean? And I feel bad for him. I really feel bad for him. It's going to be hard for him to move on. You know, in daily basis, people will see him and be like, oh, that guy, you know? We'll have to check in on where he's at in, like, a year. Hopefully Trump does something really fucking dumb between now and then, and <laughs> people will just forget about uh, Sean Spicer, forget he ever existed. You know they're going to bring him on, like, Morning Joe in a few months, or, so, or like, the oh, morning yeah. talk shows. Yeah, they will. Yeah, they will. Yeah. <clears throat> the question is, will Spicer fucking bury that guy like he should? I don't know. He should. <clears throat> so what's the next? What do we got? Maybe. Yes. So uh, Team Red, hashtag Big Red, hashtag VZW, uh, pulling some shenanigans mm-hmm. again. So uh, last week, some some uh, information slash rumors began to pop up around the internet, a.k.a. Reddit, that uh, some video traffic happened to be getting throttled. Um, when Netflix was being used of all programs. Um, so after those reports got sufficient attention, Verizon confirmed that it was performing network testing to optimize performance of video applications on their network. So it turns out it didn't actually apply to a ton of people, but if you were using your phone as a uh, an internet tether for, I guess, laptop or desktop or whatever, and trying to stream Netflix as, as it later turned out to be YouTube and basically all video uh, on Verizon's wireless, Verizon Wireless's network, however you're supposed to say that, then they were capping it at 10 megabits per second. Now, if you were using Netflix on your phone to watch... Uh, like strictly mobile that should have been enough bandwidth to handle it. Um, but I guess if you're trying to use your phone as like a whole home internet connection, which, you know, probably some people do since they have those hotspots, um, then that was an issue. So it did include, it was sort of video performance, quote unquote testing network wide which included their own Verizon wireless streaming service, which I don't know if anyone uses, and could have just been a a PR move. Someone was like, look, if we don't throttle our own shit, then we don't have plausible deniability for when uh, the FCC rules in our favor against net neutrality and we get to hose everyone however much we want. So, shenanigans. Netflix is always a target, I guess, because... Ever since that whole Comcast shit, companies think they can just push them around and maybe demand, you know, more money for uh, bandwidth. What I don't get, I thought, now, granted, I haven't read all the laws and everything on net neutrality, mm-hmm. but I thought that, that <clears throat> so this kind of, I'll say traffic shaping or whatever, mm-hmm. or bandwidth shaping, um was not allowed on like 
I'll say I'll say landline internet mm-hmm. like Verizon FiOS or DSL or whatever. But I thought it was allowed on mobile. I thought mobile was kind of you know Exempt considered its own law. well its own thing. You bring up a good point. Um, I that does sound somewhat familiar, but I don't have the uh, the documents in front of me, unfortunately. Um, but you could very well be right. Hmm. Okay, so we got to do some more some more digging on that. James, but, go to it. No, I'm kidding. Sending out our investigation team. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. Uh, as far as this one here, um, Amazon's up to their old shenanigans. Uh, innovating. Making new things. Um, this is a pretty quick one. So the so Amazon has just released Amazon Spark. It's available to Prime, to Prime customers on the Amazon app on Android and iOS. And uh, Spark is a basically a cross between Facebook and Pinterest for shopping. Instead of liking, you put smiles on things. Hmm. Shallow so nice. and pedantic. Hmm. Um, <laughs> need I say basic bitch? <laughs> um, yeah. So honestly, I think this is the dumbest thing in the world. It's basically it's that exactly that. It's a social it's social media for shopping. So you would open up the app, and I downloaded it. Uh, I have not opened it um, because I couldn't log in on my phone because I'm an idiot. But basically, you log into it, and you get like a feed of social feed of people who who like the things, who shop, who buy similar things to you. That Amazon knows who these people are, and they can they already have that information. So they're just showing you, oh, so and so likes this, and they reviewed that, and that kind of thing. And uh, then you can like that, and then buy directly from the app buy directly based on other people's comments and suggestions. Honestly, I think it's kind of dumb. Uh, maybe they'll do more with it. There's rumors that they're going to do a messaging app too. But again, I don't really get it. You know, like, I, 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 I'm just very confused. I would not buy based on, I buy based on need, not based on suggestion. I know some people do, you know, I, maybe like if you could buy directly from Pinterest, I get some people be like into that, but I don't buy that way. So for me, it's just a, well, a useless thing. For most things, you don't. But they they uh, miss the opportunity to name this app Consume. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and the thing is, so I guess this is never going to work for me and my people like me because my friends don't use stuff like this. If they buy from Amazon, they do it privately without anybody knowing. And they, you know, and when they, you know, if when they, when you, when they have something, you see it when they got it. They're like, yeah, I got this from Amazon. It was great and it's cheap, you Mm -hmm. know, but you don't, you don't, you don't see like, I don't know. Like I'm not a social media guy, I guess. I don't know. I'm one of those people who's like rebelling against social media sort of. So I don't know, man. I don't like it. I think it's dumb, but it's happening. It's happening all over your face. Keep your mouth closed during it. I find um, that funny just because in like 75% of the pictures of you on social media, your mouth is open. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I have a, my mouth is almost often agape. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Well, if you ever do get that running on your phone and, and logged in, let us know how horrible it is. Oh, I will. Absolutely. 
That's it. That's it. That's it. Simple, man. Short and right. to the point, baby. That's how you do. Let's go. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So <clears throat> next up, um, this is on Gallup.com. This is uh, so, a horse horse did a poll. <laughs> <laughs> it's about equestrian events. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Horsesmeat.com. Exactly. <laughs> it's horses M-E-A-T. <laughs> Hoof Care Weekly. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Uh, there you go. <clears throat> so, according to this survey that they did, um, fifty-six percent of smokers believe they are discriminated against, compared to just seventeen percent of fat people who think they are discriminated against. So now, smokers. Either they are more discriminated against, or they at least feel that they're more discriminated against than fat people think they're discriminated against. They use the word overweight, but you know, I just cut. Does right it through talk it. about fat people who smoke? Um. So would that be fifty percent? No. Hmm. No, Some double-blind study. This is. <laughs> Double ham study. Right. <laughs> it's these liberal cucks. They're pushing they're pushing smokers out into the cold. Does it say how how smokers think they're being discriminated against? Is it like higher tobacco taxes? Uh having being forced further and further away from buildings? Not being able to smoke so they So they didn't ask that or anything in the survey itself, but they have here in the in the article they say According to news reports, smokers often say they are discriminated through smoking bans, including recent bans at some parks and beaches, higher insurance rates, and not getting jobs because of their habit. That's interesting. I get. I, never I heard, mean, what uh, if you not what getting if you a work, job? What if you're applying for a job in like a liquid propane factory? It's like, do you smoke? Yes. Sorry, bro. No, I think it's more to more to Matt. Bleh. I think it's more of a case of people like going to an interview smelling like cigarettes, and the people who are hiring hiring them, they're immediately disgusted by that in many cases, and they're just like, I don't want to work with a person like that. Or so they hire them, or they're like, okay, realistically, this means we're gonna lose an hour of productivity from this person every day because they'll be outside. That's very possible too. Sure. But I mean, how much work does anybody do during the eight-hour day? Find me a person who does probably does five hours, hours of work a day. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you'll find me a fucking hard worker, and that's I, I seriously doubt that you'll find like yeah more. Like, you can take that to the bank. Yeah, ka-ching. <laughs> <laughs> I'm throwing things out there. I'm working mm-hmm. on my new catchphrase. I'm throwing a few things out. So just bear with me during the show. Well, you can definitely throw that one out. <laughs> Boom shakalaka. <laughs> what is this, NBA Jam Tournament Edition 1997? <laughs> yeah, no, there you go. There you go. So what's happening, Michael? Do you feel discriminated against? <clears throat> uh, yeah. Slightly. Not did really. Your mom, Although, did, did you ask your mom if she feels discriminated against? I, I did not ask that. her. I bet the answer is yes. Probably. 
I feel like most. I have most gotten dirty looks. Yeah. I feel like I have gotten dirty looks outside. Why? Because good. Like people like turn around. They like. I guess they they smell it or something, and they turn around. And they find me. They're like, ah. Oh. Like, but isn't that the so. smoking area outside? Yeah. Yeah. You should look at them. You say, "I'm not a person. I don't have rights." <laughs> Am I the, no. I'm, I'm, I'm the new black man. Say that. Say I'm the new black man. <laughs> say that. Say that. Yeah. Where's my Martin Luther That'd King? Be crazy. Where's my Malcolm X? Where's my Plymouth Rock? <laughs> it's in Plymouth, wow. New Hampshire. Sorry. No, no, you follow up with this. This is a famous Malcolm X. Say, say, I didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on my Marlboros. Say that. <laughs> ah. I like that. I like that. I'm going to use write, that. Write that down so you don't forget. I feel like, you know, I do oh, feel it's, like... It's immortalized on, I was going to say tape, but, yeah. you know, <laughs> you get it. Yeah. Um. I, I, I mean, how can you not, how can they not feel discriminated against? Because they are discriminated against. Like, you can't smoke anywhere anymore. Like, everywhere you go, you feel, like, ashamed for smoking. At your job, they're like, no, you can't smoke here, you know. I mean, yeah, obviously smoking is bad for you, and it's probably bad for the people around you. Um, not scientifically proven, by the way, but um, shill. Yeah, well, I'm just on keeping high. Do you um, okay? A little bit of trivia, which you both probably know the answer to. Um, in what situation or in what area is smoking or was smoking actually beneficial? Or more beneficial to non-smokers than it is today. Jeez. I feel like I should know this, but I don't know it. I didn't word that perfectly, I but know. I think uh, airplanes. Because when you were allowed to smoke on airplanes, they filtered the air. Now, they filter the air one-third as much as they did when you were allowed to smoke. Oh, so you get that old like, oh, see, I didn't know musky that. air on airplanes. Yeah, saves them a lot of money. Right, I've heard that that the airplane on on I mean the the air on airplanes is shitty. Mm-hmm. It used but, to be uh, I didn't realize in the past it smoked. had been better because yep. because of the smoking. Because yeah, okay, mm-hmm. all right, huh? I did not know that. There you go. The more you know, da, 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 da. whatever. Reading rainbow. <laughs> where's where's thing. Jordy when you need him? <laughs> yeah, not the same thing at all. But that's all right. Um, I like reading Rainbow simply because it's Jordy. Correct. I actually acquired all those episodes fairly recently and, and watched a couple. I was like, man, this was a lot better when I was seven years old. Reading Rainbow? Yeah. Huh? It's, it's not a fantastic show. Looking so back on it now, well, has anyone seen the Reading Rainbow? Had the her Reading Rainbow DMX remix? No. It's Please like, take no. a look, my inward. Take a look, my inward. Reading Rainbow. Oh! <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I'll find it. It's if good. you if you come across it, please put it in the extra section. So <clears> I will <throat> move on to the next article here in Stranger right. Danger. Yes. Uh, involving 
TouchPal and HTC. So um, some users of HTC's phones recently complained that they were being fed advertisements through the uh, keyboard app on their phone after an update. So, you know, the same keyboard you use to search the internet and text, use WhatsApp, Google Hangouts, whatever. Um, so instead of developing their own keyboard, HTC chooses to use, you know, one of the, I'll say off-the-shelf keyboards, in this case, TouchPal, who offers their keyboard to be installed on you know, multiple different devices. They have freed and paid ones as well. So something they did... Um, made it so even the proprietary we'll call it proprietary keyboard that was installed on HTC's devices um became sort of like the free version and started displaying ads since those complaints were filed they have made some server side changes um so it's fixed from TouchPal's end but HTC still needs to they're still working on pushing out an update to apply whatever fix there is and uh, remedy the situation. So you might, I mean, I'm, lo I'm looking at the picture of this. It's pretty funny. Yeah. And you know, it might not seem like a big deal or anything, you know, ads, you'd be like, Oh, it's innocent. It's like asking me to buy something. But as we all know, there are malicious ads. So what if by chance it like, there was some mass infection across all HTC devices and some huge like information compromise. And they're like, Oh fuck. So I don't think that happened or will happen, but maybe the potential is there in the future for some exploit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, thank you for that, Evan. You're very welcome. Let's see. What do we got next here? Something with ISIS? Oh, yeah. So um, this is... Uh, YouTube's approach to counterterrorism. Uh, basically, what's ha what's been happening is uh, they have Google and YouTube really have a hard time managing what people post on their network. And by what's in my uh, extra section, you can see that that's a great example of it. Um, there's, just, <laughs> <laughs> there's just all kinds of random shit on YouTube and using all kinds of language and of all kinds of all natures and there's not really a way to for them to manage it even though they claim they do and it's affected them heavily through loss of uh big budget uh companies ad partners uh ducking out and not putting allowing their stuff to be kind of just monetized through the uh monetization app for youtube partners so there's all kinds of stuff that's going on and they're trying to fight that so one of the things they're doing is they've they have a think tank that I learned about in this article called Jigsaw, which is kind of <laughs> weird, um, but cool sounding. So anyway, Jigsaw has come up with an idea, a way to make it so that they can find and anytime someone searches for things that would help them to help you understand more about the struggle that ISIS fights against the Western devil, if you were to search for content like that, then Jigsaw's... Uh, system would automatically show you things that are like get wrecked ISIS or why ISIS is dumb faces, you know, or whatever, <laughs> you know, it doesn't, it's not like that, but it, it, it shows you like kind of anti iris stuff and things that ISIS stuff and things that take apart, take apart, uh, as they say here, dismantles ISIS's ideology. Um, <clears throat> one of the, and they give you the search terms here. 
honestly, I wouldn't try it because you might end up on watch list. I tried it um, because I just want to see what happened. Uh, out of I copied the exact search term listed in this article, and out of fifteen videos that I did not want to watch because they just looked very pro ISIS. Uh, which honestly, this is content that I never would have found in my regular searching. Like it just, it just never, I never, like they have like 300 views, you know, I never would have found it. Um, but, uh, this, you know, out of those, like say 10 videos, three of them are like, you know, uh, from Vox media about why ISIS is failing or ISIS's plan is short term logic or whatever, you know what I mean? It's like, or, you know, uh, there's one I saw called the name that ISIS hates to be called. So there's a few videos there, not enough. You know, I feel like they need to like, I feel like maybe they don't have like an Arab speaking language team or something who can really go through and they have to have a t- dedicated team, of like 40 people whose job it is just to isolate, look at these content because the content is only like 300 views on this, some of this content. You know, there's not that many people. The target audience is not that high, you know, and it's hard to find if you're an amateur and you don't know anything about Islam or the Arabic religion, it's going to be hard to find this content. So I feel like 40 people is a sufficient amount of people to, uh, who speak Arab to actually research and help eliminate or tag this content and eliminate it manually. Mm-hmm. But, uh, at any rate, so it, it's very interesting. Uh, I think it's cool, but I feel like they could be more aggressive with it. And I feel like many times YouTube does this, they say, Oh, we're doing this great thing to try to help the community in some kind of way. And it's like, to me, this is a gimme. Like, this is an obvious thing. Like, they have so much data. They have so much. They know so much about our patterns and search histories. And they know how to find this stuff. They just haven't tapped the right domain expertise to say, tell me about Arabic languages. Tell me why. If you were going to learn how to become a member of ISIS, what you need to do. They have these three or four search terms, and I'm sure they have other others. But uh, I feel like they need to be more aggressive because what I found if you wanted to, like, if you love Trump and you type in Trump, you're going to see negative stuff and positive stuff, probably more negative than positive. But if you love Trump, you will ignore 10 videos that are negative to see three that are positive that share your viewpoints. So they need more aggressive to eliminate this stuff. And I don't know how they're going to do it, but they really need to try. I wonder if they have any uh, sort of voice on voice analysis system to where it can, like, scan through you know, I don't know how quickly scan through the audio of all new uploaded videos, you know, from, from non vetted personnel and scan it, you know, if certain words are flagged, then send it off to this 40 person team. Cause I know there's programs like we've talked about. Adobe has one. Um, I don't remember what it's called, but they can like analyze a like a 30 second clip or something and then recreate um words or rearrange words that the person never said so i wonder if they have any sort of analysis or will go that way in the future to sort of flag these things more quickly i think language is probably the problem i know there's liarbird which is an open source one yes that's the most recent one vocode adobe vocode which is the one you're talking about um or Voco or Vocode, one of the two, but I don't, I think the language thing is an issue. I mean, I, I talked to, so one of our coworkers is a, he's a Arabic linguist and he was just, this is just a side note from many months ago. He was telling me about this and I just remembered it now, but he was telling us, he's like, 
there's several versions of what is spoken, what we know is spoken Arabic, um, probably more than several, but he said several. And then there's news Arabic, which is like Arabic that can be consumed by the entire Arabic community or the entire is Muslim community or any Arab speaker can under, read, read, listen to and understand news Arabic. But it's not Arabic as though as the way it would be spoken in a regular everyday basis. So there's a lot of even the government has lots of problems uh, converting like they're cha- they're cha- very challenged by that language and then the various dialects and everything else. So it wouldn't surprise me that YouTube is just out of their depth with it. And of all the things they need to worry about, they're like, why do we have to think about this now, too? So, yeah, I would just think that if any sort of con- <clears throat> large conglomerate has the resources and money and computing power to do this kind of analysis, it would be. YouTube slash Google slash Alphabet, but maybe they have other priorities. They um, they do have so you can turn on subtitling or closed captioning on a lot of videos, and it just generates it. Hmm. You know, like it's not like I mean, some of them are like like I guess you can upload your own subtitles or something if you upload a video. Yeah. I watched but, a video in Russian the other day and turned on closed captions and it was displaying Cyrillic. I was like, oh, that's helpful. Yeah, like, thanks, bro. <laughs> yeah, well, it's for deaf Russians. but um, Yeah, there you go. But, um, yeah, so there, there is a, they are, they are doing something that you can analyze, they can analyze the audio and translate it into actual words, although I've seen I've you know turned it on a few times and it was it was just not perfect. Let me just say that. Yeah, I mean it was okay, you know, but work in progress. It's not perfect at all. Yeah, I mean it's just like all these other things. Like you know we have these voicemail systems or even Google Voice that try to translate a message into a text, you know, into text, and usually. Usually it does an okay job, but it depends on the audio. Sometimes the audio is shitty, so I can't really understand. And you know, so mm-hmm. it's tough. It's a tough thing to. I've to never get right. used one of those, but is there any like training session? You know, going back fifteen or so years, you know, Dragon naturally speaking, you had to like talk to it for forty-five minutes or something, so it could learn how you enunciate and you know how you speak, basically, but. With all the the mobile equivalents, is there any training session? Because that would probably make things. So a lot there's better. a couple. Well, there's a well, there's a couple different things going on here. So there's me talking to my phone and it translating that into text. Mm-hmm. That seems to work pretty well. Okay. It's usually going the other way, not the other way around, but the you know someone leaves you a voicemail, and that could be anyone, right? That could be James, you. You know, your dad, the the telemarketer, whoever. Right. And they all sound different. And it's tr- and maybe the guy covered the microphone and you couldn't really hear him. Or, you know, whatever. There's a l- large, loud car horn in the background. Just calling you and so it car with the top down. Right. Just wind and So I'm just asshole. calling convertible. Um, wait. Yeah, and see, us, us humans can usually piece together what what they said or what they meant to say but a computer program usually has a harder time with that 
So okay. there's no real training you can do for for that kind of it. The other kind, like Siri or Google, what's it called? Okay, Google. Just Google. I don't know. Google Google Home Assistant. That's what's called on your phone. It's on my phone. It's called Google Assistant. Google Assistant. Okay. Yeah. So Google Assistant and things like that. Um, I don't. Th- there's no training for that, right? You know, you don't have to go through training. training. There isn't for Google. But Google's hmm. pretty ratchet. Yeah, too. I don't think I don't know about <laughs> Siri, but Google's like some I mean it's 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 not pretty ratchet, but it, it understands like the basic things. Basically if you approach it like I should speak clearly to this thing, then it will be like everything will be fine. But if you're like then it's gonna be like whatever. <laughs> you know. Right. Alright. Oh here, just so you can see. Uh, sorry your listeners nipple. of the show. A I finally re- got, finally got this fixed. Okay, Google, turn on all the lights. Waiting. Hey, a light went on. Yeah. Okay, Google, turn off the lights. Computer powers down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that actually works pretty well. Yeah, it does actually, and it's once I—I I mean, it, it, although it can't do obvious things, like I can't tell it. I was really want to say, turn on the light the same time every day. It can't do that, you know. Like to me, there's like two obvious things, but that's a thing. Like, and never mind. You can't I'm set getting a schedule. Whole, well, you know, there's no framework. The key thing is they have to build a framework. Hmm. You know, instead of building a framework, they they just built a thing that understands certain commands. So here's what you need to do. You need to to buy a Raspberry Pi and plug in a set of speakers. And its only purpose, you set a cron job on that Raspberry Pi to, <laughs> say, okay, to, Google, turn to, to say, hey, Google, turn on the lights at 2 p.m. every day. And then be done with it. I said that loud enough for my phone to That's hear what you call <laughs> working around the problem. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, Google, turn off the lights. There it goes. Very good. Thank you for that demonstration. No problem, man. I'm here to try all the things and let the NSA into my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think we've all done that, whether we wanted to or not. Yeah, pretty much. All right, so let's see. Under sci-fi, we got a couple things going on here. I'm mm-hmm. I'm actually excited for both of them. Hey! So the first one here... Yeah, I know, right? We can talk about that in a second. But so the first one here is a new movie that actually was just released this uh this weekend called Valerian. And it is from the director of The Fifth Element, The Professional, and Lucy. So of course that's um the French guy, Luc Besson. Luke, Luke Besson. Besson. Luke Besson. Good old good old Larry Besson. <laughs> tricky tricky Luke. No, I don't know. Um but uh yeah, it has uh has some people I really don't know in it except for well, it has a couple people I know. But the two the two people at the top, you know, that receive top billing, I really don't know who they are. The actors Ari I mean. Levine? 
Yeah, she's like a model or something. Yeah. She's been in a few mm-hmm. things. I don't know who that is. She was the and witch in Dane Suicide. Dehan? Suicide Girls or whatever. He. God, what was he in? Um, well, he was in um that movie where like the kids get superpowers and he turns evil like everyone would. Yeah. What's it called? Chronicle. Jumper. Yeah. Never heard like, of it. No, no, you you should watch Chronicle, Mike. Where they flip, where they're like flying through the air, and they're they're like, we have to put on these pullovers. It's too cold and yeah, forty five thousand degree, forty five thousand feet in the air. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna lift this building out of Manhattan with my mind. Yeah, you should definitely watch guy, it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I also want to say he was in another. Okay. Like, oh, this superhero. does look somewhat familiar. Yeah, this does look somewhat familiar. But yeah, okay. Yeah, so it so, should be. Anyway, everyone, check out Valerian. Looks cool. Yeah. Trailer looks pretty crazy. Um, Seven out of I'd ten say it's, on a, it's a space movie. It's, it's a space movie, but it's also kind of fantasy ish. So is this Jupiter Ascending 2? At least to me. <laughs> right. Exactly. Except not, because I don't think it's going to be. Except way suck, better. But... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had high hopes for that movie, but <laughs> it turned out to be garbage. Yeah, yeah. The other, there was another. Um, and it does not... have a couple. It does have a couple actors in it that we do know. I guess they they threw them in there so people would actually go see the movie. But Clive Owen, Ethan Hawke, mm-hmm. Rudger Hauer, apparently. Yeah, Rudger Hauer. So yeah, I'll go the see other it movie. Just for him. That was, uh, it was like set on Mars. It was a Disney movie that was supposed to be really good. It was John, yeah, John Carpenter. John Wick? John Carpenter. I I was thinking John Wick. I was like, it's not John Wick. Oh, Uh, no, not John Wick. What am I talking about? Jesus Christ. And John Carpenter's a director, isn't he? It was John something. Yeah, Carpenter. That might have been a director. Um, That movie got shit reviews, but I thought it was really good. John Carter. John Carter, yeah. I thought it was really good. Did you guys mm. ever see it? I didn't like it. Hmm. Okay. I saw it. I didn't. I, I, don't, I, I don't know I, the I, difference between between this one and the other one we just talked about. You should watch John Carter. What? You should not watch Jupiter Ascending. Jupiter Ascending is... I don't oh, is the that the one with... Mila is that Kunis the one with and Mila Kunis? Channing Tatum yeah, on like, oh. air skates. That one's dumb, and the bees. Yeah, yeah, bees, yeah, 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 yeah. Bees know where the queen is. Like, yeah. Wait, aren't you from Jupiter? Like, yeah, it's dumb. Yeah, these Jupiter bees. Yeah, that's 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 a dumb movie. No, no, I, who I did see John Carter. It's not bad. I thought I, that movie. I was like, this is happening in Mars. Like, what's it's weird, you know? But I guess it was like Mars in the 1850s. I don't know. I, I just, yeah. Apparently the books are. Yeah, very I kind of missed some stuff at the beginning. Are very so upset about it. So, that it, the, but people are very upset about that series that it got screwed. The pooch got screwed by bad choices by Disney as far as like the leadership of the film and mm-hmm. everything else, and they could have been very good. And apparently, John Carter series is a very good, very beloved book series, and it'll probably go back. They said it'll probably be another twenty or thirty years before we see another one of those. See if they ever do it right. Because it's it's going to revert back to its to the estate of the author in two or three years or something. 
Oh, so Disney like bought the rights for a certain period of time, I guess. Yeah, the same way Marvel. Uh, mm. You know, Sony has Marvel's rights; so they have to keep making movies. So mm-hmm. if they don't make another movie, the rights will revert back to his estate. Oh, okay. So, so you're saying there's a chance? Yeah, there's a chance. Do you know play your cards right? Go keto hard enough. Yeah. Eat enough fucking spinach. You might live to see the next next try, next go around. <laughs> might, might. Yep. Okay. Um. All right. So next up, excitement part two. What do we got? Uh, yes. MGM is hopping on the the whole bandwagon of creating their own or utilizing their own like private streaming platform things. And they are going to stream a 10-part miniseries of their own creation uh, called Stargate Origins. And this is focusing, this will focus on Catherine Langford, who is the daughter of the uh, professor who discovered the Stargate. And I guess she was featured in a couple of episodes, however... Most primarily, she was featured in the movie Stargate, recruiting Daniel Jackson. She's the AKA. older lady. Yes, thank you. Recruiting Daniel Jackson yeah. for to uh, decipher the the symbols on the Stargate. Um. So the teaser trailer asks, posed the question, "What if you didn't know the whole story?" You're like, "Ooh," and he uses some clips from. Uh, Ancient Giza, a.k.a. 1928, when the Stargate was discovered there. Um, It shows some clips from the original movie, starring the great Kurt Russell. And at the end of the roughly one-minute trailer, it shows an active Stargate on top of a sand dune being held up by ropes, which gets you thinking. Was... Did they figure out how to use it 70 years before... Stargate. Did someone go through? And it shows a woman standing there. I was like, oh, did Catherine Langford figure out a way to open it up and go through? If so, how'd she get back without knowing how to decipher the symbols on the dial home device? She had no idea. And I was like, well, maybe it was her mom. And this whole Stargate involvement is a quest to to find her her lost family member. I was like, this this could be good. I'm pumped. So it's a prequel thing. Yeah. That's interesting. Cool. No release date that I saw. Maybe I just obvi- missed some obvious information. Um, If you guys know something that I don't, feel free to correct me. But whenever this comes out, I will surely be watching. Yeah, that's will you just... pay? Um, that's the question. Probably not. He's like, ugh. He's like, ugh, ugh. All right, so here's the thing. I'm not going to sign up for whatever streaming bullshit MGM has. If they offer it on, if they, like, associate it with Amazon Prime for, like, $2 per episode, maybe. Because I already have Prime, and that's easy. I'm not signing up for anything else to watch this. Hopefully people will learn from whatever that's going to happen to the new Star Trek debacle. They'll learn, these companies will learn, it's too late for us to make our own streaming service. Let's align ourselves. Let's make, I'd rather make a little money than waste a bunch of money and make none. So hopefully they do that and do exactly what you're saying. Align themselves with Hulu, Netflix, or uh, Amazon. Some big name 
you know, yeah, that has millions service. of viewers. Because you know what? People will watch people who never watched a space um and you know, space opera or space show or a show about sci fi ever. For some reason, something about those streaming services, it's got people tricked that the the experience will be different if I watch on a streaming service. Like if I watch something about space on Netflix, it's instantly better than it was if it came from TV. You right. know, because maybe there's a I think there's a native elite elitist elitism that I'm comes with watching to Netflix. watch this. Yeah, this is my choice. I'm better than the scrubs who watch one <laughs> channel all day. Whatever they're thinking, yeah. I don't know. But I feel like people they, they could get a greater audience if people said people went on there because Netflix would say, Hey, your friends like this. Why don't you watch this? You know? And then they'd read on fucking Gawker or wherever the fuck, hey, this is a good show with good actors. This is a good job done with it. Oh, okay, I'll well, watch I'm- it. I'm wondering why these shows, why are they doing streaming as opposed to just airing them like they TV's normally dead. would on TV's dead. TV. No, and because probably it's going to up... maximize ad revenue. Yeah, and it's going to end up, where's it going to end up? You know, if they don't, they don't stream it, eventually they're going to have to put on Netflix or somewhere else later if they want people to see it and try to maximize that money out of it. And more than likely, people aren't going to watch it. Their, their target, you got to remember, the ideal, the target generation, the target audience for this stuff is like 18 to 35. For almost everything new you see coming out on TV, it's that age range. It's very rarely like 35 to 48 or whatever the next group is. Mm-hmm. And it's almost never the or people are farther away than that or people younger than that. It's always that 18 to 30 something. So those people are all now old enough to be fucking cord cutting like crazy. And they know that the numbers prove it. So that's why they're like, fuck it. We, they're, they're migrating to streaming. Give it 10 years. You won't see any regular TV channels anymore. No, there probably won't even be regular TV. Regular TV will be back to the domain TV's of PBS. Is, TV's is as dead as you, you're claiming. Five years, dude. No, 10 years. 10 years, dude. <laughs> wiki, wiki, wiki. All right, everyone. Everyone, you heard it here first. <clears throat> Tune in ten, in years, ten from now. years to see Keep. if this prophecy is true. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, but I would think, let's say, let's say CBS aired the new Star Trek show on CBS, right? Mm-hmm. They gave it a good time slot, whatever that means, and they air it. How much do you think ads cost? Um, on TV, they're very expensive. Yes. See, I feel like. A thirty-second ad is probably it's like thirty thousand dollars. I feel like sure, something like whatever, Star Trek right? has a guaranteed audience, and I feel like anybody, if you see like, and that's the thing, I think they're not they're missing, right? the The last great Star Trek show was um, Next Generation. I mean, I love Enterprise, but it was not one of the great shows, um, and it, that I think it was Next Generation, and Next Generation was on UPN, right? You know, it didn't air on any of the main top channels. Neither did uh, the one with Janeway, Voyager, you know? so They all aired on UPN. Yeah, exactly. No, did, didn't what's called air on Fox or something? Enterprise? No. Okay. No. So basically that tells you something. <laughs> if you see CBS, the channel who first initially aired Star Trek in the 70s or 60s or whatever, you see that, you see them, now we're re-airing it in a primetime slot. That means, one, they take it seriously. Two, it's nostalgic as fuck. 
Three, they're like, this is, they, they subconsciously say, this is the show that is going to earn the spot of the original show. You know? That says something to me as a fan. I would be more likely to watch CBS on a regular TV to do that. I'd probably figure out a way to get TV going in my house so that I could watch that. You know? But because they don't do that, and they put it on a fucking cornball streaming service, it, to me it looks like a money grab, and it looks like they don't actually care about the show. Yeah, maybe you know? they were working backwards. They were saying like, okay, streaming is hot. Um, this is what we are willing to pay out to make a good profit with streaming. And then they worked that budget through the you know casting and production rather than trying to make a good show and then you know worrying about the, the figures later. That's probably what happened. It's probably not going to be good just for those reasons you stated. Sad. Hmm. Yeah. It's been a long road getting from there to here. <laughs> we apologize, Mr. Roddenberry. <laughs> yeah, we did you wrong, dog. DMX well, yeah. a single tier. That, that's it. <laughs> I think that's it for That's the time. show, folks. See ya. Wrap it no. up. Ending on um, a high note. Yeah. All right, let me let me All jump right. in here. So, well, well, well. Oh, hey, I'm definitely gonna watch Valerian. I'm definitely gonna watch uh, Stargate Origin. I know I've kind of poo pooed the uh, Stargate shows in the past. Um, Didn't to me, they were just that? corny compared well, to the. Okay, so we'll address that quickly. Didn't you say you? You didn't really give them a chance. Like you watched a couple of episodes of like SG one, or maybe you chose to watch mm-hmm. uh, Atlantis or something first, which is definitely the worst of the three yeah, series. hundred percent. The worst. Oh no, it was SG one. Definitely. Right. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen it. SG one is corny. I don't even know what that is. Universe though. Right. Universe universe by far is the most dramatic of the series is SG one is the most canon setting. Yeah. Or world building, I think, because they do the most. But, um, I mean, SG one, I feel like is required reading. But universe is definitely the to me the most dramatic. And like, if they had aired that, could have aired on CBS or Netflix or anywhere, and it'd have been very accepted. Mm-hmm. Like it, they stayed away from a lot of the sci-fi tropes, you know, of a data like character or a, a Q like character, a female tough character. Like they stayed away from all that. It's very good TV. So. Gia, yeah. Mm-hmm. So give it, give give well, SG one yeah, a chance. Right. Mike. I, you liked Universe. Well, I think you watched the whole thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, Universe was good. Yeah, but like like James said, he, he thinks it's probably the better, the better show. You well, know? it's more modern. The cinematography is very much like Battlestar Galactica was, and you know that was one of your favorites. Yeah. But and Michael's right. SG one is corny. I mean, it's no doubt it's, it, it is, but, but yeah, I remember SG one came out during the time when all sci-fi was like that. Yeah. You know, all sci-fi held that common theme and unlike Star Trek, which was not fighting for fans, SG one was fighting for fans. So at a time when there was no, nothing to fall back on except for a movie, Star, Star Trek had like several movies and a TV show to fall back on so they could be as corny as they wanted and do all the weird stuff they wanted to do, and people would still watch that show. But SG-1 couldn't. And I mean, I admit, I've watched many SG-1 episodes, and I just turned it off because it was so cheesy and so predictable. You know? Uh, it yeah. just didn't make sense. But at the same time, the progression was so nice. I mean, they 
they worked hard to progress that storyline. I think they did a good job with it. And every you knew you knew you know with SG one at the end of every season, there's gonna be closure to a completed storyline. Star Trek, they never had that. There was never a storyline that arced across the entire season. It was all this generic, like, okay, the common three part story arc. Uh, everything's good. We have a problem. We fix the problem. Okay, everything's happy again. Rinse, repeat. You know, rinse mm-hmm. and repeat. Each in, each episode's interchangeable with any other episode in the timeline. It didn't make a difference. Well, with Enterprise, they they changed that. Maybe, yeah, think, yeah. Enterprise they did change that. You think that was a bad thing? Like maybe not having that arc was sort of trying to portray it as actual life in the twenty fourth century. Janeway gave it power. I mean, Janeway did that first, mm-hmm. by the way. And I think it worked for her, and I think it worked for Enterprise. I think people didn't oh, like yeah. Enterprise because... That's true. Um, I don't know why. Honestly, I have no idea why people didn't like Enterprise. Enterprise was the best, to me, one of the best ones. Damn it, it Bacula. It was the least corny because it had that arc, and Bacula was... He was a more dramatic, more serious captain, you know? Like almost Janeway esque. Janeway had like a stick rammed so far up her ass it was coming out of her throat. When she talked, you could see the wood, you know. <laughs> but she was very like she was a perfect fit. She was a good fit, you know. And when she smiled, when Janeway smiled, you earned that smile, you know. You had to work for that, you know. Her crew and you felt that you like the crew worked for that. Like she's truly happy with them right now because she never gave it away. Like you cared about those characters. And I'm just showing my geek right now. It's like, and full out. But you know what I mean? You guys know what I mean, right? I'm not alone here. I, I understand mm-hmm. where you're coming from. Yeah. Speaking more about Star Trek, I actually watched uh, Star Trek Beyond last week. And after your your guys' recommendation, and it was definitely less personal drama, more action uh, than I had originally thought, as you guys said. As soon as they showed mm-hmm. the clip from the Franklin, I was like, okay, well, that guy is obviously someone in this clip. Um, you know, I didn't re- until they showed more of the the old footage and showed it was Idris Elba. I, you know, I didn't know which one. But I was like, okay, well, it's definitely one of these guys who's transformed, which was further confirmed by when he like sucked the life out of those two crew members and he started looking less like one of the other aliens. I was like, okay, so it definitely takes some sort of shape-shifting, you know, stealing life force thing. But what I liked was at the very end, when they sort of brought in the Enterprise series and talked about the Makos and the Zindi War, I was like, oh, that's a good reference. Mm. Yeah, I kind of like that. That was cool. But, yeah, I mean, that, that that movie was ridiculous, man. And they're, like, flying around in gravity and shit. Like, mm-hmm. on that, you see that space station? Yeah. It is ridiculous, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's like welcome to Pangea. You know, it's yeah. like fucking <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> How'd they get all these people out here? Yeah, it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of strange. But um yeah, you know what my problem with that is? And this is like we were talking to David about like how, how he fell and he found out that from watching like somebody that horror movies are all predictable and he was really depressed from that point like he said he can never watch a horror, horror movie ever again mm-hmm. because they're all so predictable and it's the same thing with these with almost any movie really when they bring a bad guy in and you have no idea who the bad guy is then you see a clip and you see generic nobody generic nobody generic nobody Idris Alba, a generic nobody generic nobody generic blah blah you're like who's the bad guy i wonder 
you know, and it spoils it for you. And then I watch through the whole movie and I'm like, it's not like he did something so dramatic that they needed him. You know, it, he wasn't like he didn't do this was not a Shakespearean work. He's not going to walk away from this and be like, I'm so glad I did that. Right. You know, you know, he's not he's not going to do that. So they to me, movies should use a nobody. You know, you want a bad guy? Bring Blower in. Look how upset he looks. His life's horrible. You know, bring him in. Let him be the bad guy, the shape shifting ass. You know, maybe Idris Elba is a huge Star Trek fan. That's why he wanted to do Doubt it. it. I, Doubt you never it. know. He probably told them that, and then we walked away. I mean, and they said, got him. <laughs> Star Trek. Well, this is a theme though with Star Trek movies. They always try to get someone who's somebody. Right. And usually to be the bad guy. Like, you can go back as far as, like, uh... Yeah. Con! Yeah, that, Peter Weller, um... Who else? Uh, the movie before that, it was, um... Malcolm McDowell. Who was it? Yeah, Malcolm McDowell. Well, yeah, there was Malcolm... Yeah, the Malcolm McDowell in Generations, right? Uh Uh-huh. First Contact, Tom Hardy. Um, He wasn't really anyone at that time. But, uh, what's his name? Ron Perlman was kind of in there too he's someone but still like those but to see those to see like tom hardy he's nobody at that time right that was a good that was a good pick to me yeah you know and that movie didn't make his career but still like he's he's nobody like if you saw him in a lineup of other people during the show it wouldn't break your immersion so much you'd be like okay now i know who the bad guy is now i just have to figure out what his what his thing is like just let me take me on the path of the character you know, let let me learn about it when the characters learn. I don't want to hate walking into anything and being like, I got it. Then it's spoiled and you wasted your money and you're like, fucking kill me. You know, <laughs> I'd rather be home. Playing That's where PUBG. everything ends. Everything upsetting ends with you, James. Is right. Just fucking kill me. Yeah, man. Or just fucking not, kill yourself. Because then there's nothing left. There's nothing left after that. What's left? I don't Go to know. work. See, I, I, I have an advantage. <laughs> I have an advantage. I don't. I didn't know who Idris Elba was. That's what? because you're incompetent, and that's a sadness all in itself. The you star not... of The Wire. I was like, I was like, yeah, never seen it. What else? Luther. Never seen it. What's that? It's a great BBC cop drama with him in it. It's like where he cut his teeth. Oh, that. It's so good. I ha- I've saw the first episode of that. That was good. It's really good. Yeah, and the Luther's giant. Awesome. The, the that's one where he's like a slash... maniac, right? Yeah, the kaiju movie. Yeah, he's a maniac in that movie. What the what? In that TV show, the kaiju thing. You know, the hack and what? slash kaiju thing. With the big, the two person mech Pacific, suits battling Pacific ancient Rim. dinosaurs through the portal. Pacific Rim. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I never saw it. He's a <sighs> Mike. Idris Elba is a person you should know. <laughs> he's quite. He's famous. not. A, he's not a that guy at all. Yeah, he's quite famous. He's doing the dark terror. I didn't say he was. I just don't know who the fuck he is. I'm just saying you should know. You're the pop culture guru here. You yeah, should know who he is. He's the gunslinger. I'm the tower. I'm the pop culture reporter. Yes. <laughs> the Dark Tower series, huh? Yeah. He's not nobody, right. and he's not a that guy. Well, here's here's another person. I I realize they're dead now, so it doesn't really matter. But I wouldn't know them if they came and punched me in the face. Heath Ledger. What? The Joker? Yeah. Brokeback Mountain? Yeah. I never saw him without his makeup. I don't know what he looks like. He Ten was, Things uh, I Hate About You? Never seen it. Classic teen drama? What's that movie with, um... What's that movie with the where he's like a knight? Knight's Tale? A Knight's Tale? 
Yeah. Yeah, As you know, I don't like that kind of movie, so I've never seen it. Dude, there's so many things wrong with your life. What else? What I'm else? Drive, man. <laughs> I feel like we gotta have. So a he's talk been with in two parents. movies, and then and then the Joker. Two movies. Wow, he's been in a lot Brokeback more than two Mountain, movies. dude. Never saw it. He kissed and not about the gays. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jesus. <laughs> you know who Jake Gyllenhaal is. I do roughly know who that is. Oh boy! It's I always know it's either Jake Gyllenhaal or Jared Leto. I can never tell the difference. I, I okay. I don't think they're the same guy, but I guess I can understand your viewpoint. Yeah, I get that. Oh well, good times. Yeah. Should we talk about some games? Let's get into it. <laughs> I give up. As we uh, let's talk about some games, move on disappointingly. Yeah. Okay. So well, let's talk about some games. What do we got? Yeah. PvP so, yeah, so, tier so let's one. Do it. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do Yam. it, guys. Yum. Ghost Recon something. Who's who's uh who's thing is this? James. Um. Okay. So basically, Ghost Recon is done a few things between the last time I probably talked about it. They've had a few updates. They had the Fallen Ghost pay for play DLC. Or pay-to-play DLC, mm. uh, which I did not purchase because I refused to pay for games twice, except for Star Citizen. And uh, <laughs> then they had... It's uh, like where I pay over and over and over again. Yeah, again and again, <laughs> stubbornly. Um, and then there's... Uh, they released uh, the Tier 1 update. So Tier 1 gives you... I think this is kind of cool, and I'll probably go mess with it at some point, but basically what the Tier 1 update does is it makes it so that once you surpass level 30 in the game, which is probably that it's like the highest level you can get in the game. And the, the levels honestly are, they're meaningless in the game. So the tier one update, what it does is once you hit level 30, you have the option to turn on tier one and that tier one makes your level 50. And what happens is, or it says tier 50 and there's a marker above your head that says tier 50 so what happens is as you play the game and you turn on the tier system, for every tier you rise, the game gets harder, the character, the AI gets smarter, they, your, their detection radius gets bumped up, the guns and weapons get uh, more accurate and better to use, and there's more uh, add-ins and stuff for them. I don't know what that means. I think so far it looks like, what I've seen, it looks like skins, honestly. It looks like all skins. But I don't know, maybe they're tweaking things in the background, like... like uh, accuracy stamina that kind of thing i don't know um but uh so they say the guns get improved and there's more options for the guns and it goes from tier 50 to tier one so you work your way up the tier system apparently tier five through one is fucking impossible so that's drawing a lot of people as kind of a race to the top now it's i don't know if anyone's at tier one yet it's been out for over a month so someone's probably there already but um, apparently a tier one player of that game is like a god among men. Um, but I have not seen any tier one, any footage from people who are tier one. So I don't know. We'll see how that works out. But the tiers are supposed to be very challenging. So that's the next thing. That's the thing that's out right now. It's already come out. And then in August, uh, they said summertime. So I'm thinking late August, they're going to come out with PVP. And that's also free to play, a free to play plugin. And the PVP plugin is going to be four on four. Uh, team play, which to me is like a direct shot 
across the bow at Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, but this was in the plan. This was in the works long before Player Unknown's came. It was released, so um, probably something they always knew they were going to do. They should know how they're going to execute it, and Player Unknown's may have helped them to solidify it. But wouldn't, it's wouldn't it be more a shot at like uh, Counter Strike or that other game you played? That was four on four. You played for like a month. The division. Yes. That's what it. That's what it would probably be. That's probably more. But the the division is their game. It's EA's game. So. Okay. Um, Counter Strike. Yes, more of a shot at that. Um, but uh, there. So basically, I don't know. They've released some footage. They haven't really given a lot of details about if there's game modes or there's capture the flag or anything like that. They're supposed to be. You're supposed to upset mines and a few other things. There's a few new weapons and stuff in it. But um, we'll see how that turns out. But there's a video about it. So if you want to check that video out and learn more. By all means, check it out. Um, but details are coming out slowly. They've already had some beta, te- some some alpha testers come in and come into their offices and play in this video of that. And beta will be releasing soon, like a public beta. So we'll see how that works out. But uh, pretty interesting. So exciting stuff. Good. Uh, I think the next link here is actually Mike's. No, that that's mine. I put that in. Oh, it is sorry. not. Um. <laughs> Okay, so again, this is a, again, again, you are a liar. Yeah. That is not, a lie, and you're a liar not, for saying it. So, not about the gays again. Yeah. So Michael, uh, <laughs> so Michael put this. Jesus Christ, Michael's never going to be in public office. So uh, along with me, I'll be right next to him. Well, I don't care. I'm just not. I just don't talk about it. That's all. No, that's fine. So um, this game. <sighs> I don't even know where to begin. So uh, someone at work pointed this out to me. They said, look at the number two game on Steam. Look at the number one game on Steam today. And we looked, and the number one game was Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, which for us is huge because we've been playing a game for a while, for like a you know a few weeks now, and we really enjoy the game. And it's cool to see that it overtook some of the more prominent, longstanding top games. And our eyes happen to wander down to say, what is that second game? <laughs> well, the second game on Steam, and this is the second game on Steam sales for the week. Okay? That's a huge place to be. Okay? So this game is a game brought to you by the Game Grumps, who, they're a, they're a YouTube channel. Uh, so you'd think that whatever they make would be like all gags and all fun. But they made this game called Dream Daddy. A dad dating simulator. And let me read you the description. Dream Daddy, a dad dating simulator, is a game where you play as a dad and on your and your goal is to meet and romance other hot dads. And it says, <laughs> Are you ready? And then it says, Hi ready, I'm dad. So that's a dad joke, by the way. Apparently the game's full of dad jokes. And people are like, Oh, it's great because it's full of dad jokes. But apparently there is some sexual encounter with other dads in the game. Uh, and the your character is either gay or straight, but all the people you can date are dads. They're all dudes. So, uh, Someone's I mean, a little bi-curious. No, I mean, you know, I... 
Honestly, I don't care. I look at this. I, I kind of, when I first saw this, I thought, oh, it's funny because it's another game attacking the overdone drama, overdone genre of Japanese dating sims, which dating sims are huge in Japan. Like, it's massive. And if you look at this, this has an anime art style. So I thought, okay, it's just a, this is like an attack thing. It's a joke. It's a joke game, you know? Um, Because we've already talked about the fidget spinner dating simulator and the pigeon dating simulator and the attack helicopter dating simulator <laughs> uh and the seagull dating simulator i mean there's a num there's numerous wacky dating simulators people have made so but this one honestly the quality is very high it looks really good um it's only $15 and it's super popular and a lot of people are all about it so um Let's see here. Let's read the thing. Uh, you meet in romance with their hot dads. You and your daughter just moved into a sleepy, uh, sleepy seaside town of Maple Bay uh, to only discover that you that that everyone in your neighborhood is single is a single dateable dad. You will go out. Will you go out with the teacher dad, the goth dad, bad dad, or any other any of the other cool dads in this game? With mini games, side quests, and a variety of paths and endings, D- Dream Daddy. A dating simulator is this year's most anticipated dad-based game. Okay. Uh, so, a lot of people have been complaining because the game, <laughs> they're like, it's a lie. It's not the best dad-based game. <laughs> they're like, it's a lie. You can't date all the dads or whatever. You know what I mean? This, but it's all like, I don't know, man. I just really don't know. And a lot of the, con- a lot of the people who have admitted to playing the game, like if you look at the the if you look at on the on the reviews a lot of the icons for reviewers all look female so a lot of girls are probably playing this uh but a lot of guys are playing it too so i don't really know <laughs> i mean i don't have a problem with that i don't care if people like want to fucking date hot dads and they want to be a dad and do whatever whatever apparently the game has a very fun playful side which is like um uh, this it's all about being a good parent. Part of it is about that. So, and it's like a, like a, from up. I guess parents would understand. Like it's 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 approached probably written by a parent. So I don't know, but eh, it's just weird, man. It's just a weird thing. I just thought I'd bring it to you guys' attention, let you guys know what's out there, so you can go have some fun if you're interested. I appreciate that. No problem, man. I'll tell my dad about it immediately. Ooh, please don't. <laughs> Oh, and there's a so there's thank a second you, thank link. Thank you, James, for your actually, horrible contribution. No. Yeah, actually, there's a second link in here um, from someone on Kotaku who played the game, and she's she's like, I'm two hours in, and I'm just in love. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she's been playing it like crazy, and it's an interesting article. It's worth a read if you're interested. If you want to know more about this wacky game, I wonder if anyone is streaming it on Twitch. Oh yeah, oh sure they are. People stream House Party, so they're definitely streaming this. And house party, you fuck. So, <laughs> you know, they, they're not even, they don't even play in house party. You bone. So I'm sure they're streaming this. You know, you just turn on the sensor button. I don't think there's any, I don't think there's any adult uh, visual content in this. I think mm-hmm. anything is, I think anything you do is implied. Right. You know. No graphic cutscenes or anything? Yeah. Okay. Um... I think guess we'll skip down to the extra section unless someone has other updates. No, sir. All right. 
I just got two links in here. One legitimate, one just a recommendation. Uh, the first one, choices in local news. Uh, prisoners in White County in Sparta, Tennessee, have been presented with two options regarding their sentencing. Option number one, serve your full jail sentence. Seems reasonable. Option number two, get a reduced sentence by letting the county sterilize you. Holy shit. (laughs) I was not ready for that. (laughs) Yeah. Now, this is jail, so typically the sentences are under a year. So this was originally approved in May by a local judge um, who, who was quoted saying, I hope to encourage them to take personal responsibility and give them a chance, when they do get out, to not be burdened with children. So it's about the prisoner's well-being. And so far, over 60 inmates, both male and female, have chosen to undergo this sterilization procedure um, for what seems to be a reduced sentence of 30 days. So for men, it's it's a vasectomy. For women, it seems to be an implant, like a, birth, a four-year birth control implant. It's one of those like uh, little sticks that gets implanted under your armpit or something. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably because the a tubal ligation is a much more complicated procedure than a vasectomy, and yeah, potentially you know life threatening. This ain't so bad actually, because you can undo a vasectomy, and that stick maybe can be pulled out. Yeah, I mean for for the women, a four year birth control and this is for free. Uh, maybe not such a bad option. You know, if it was on your to-do list anyways, you get a month uh, a month off your prison sentence. Um, I would probably not take the vasectomy as a guy. Now, if they were willing to, to test that thing we talked about a while ago called um, vasal gel or vasal gel, it's like a, a plug in the vas deferens, then maybe that's cool because that's reversible. You know, they don't cut anything. Yeah, right. Um... <laughs> but this is crazy. So the ACLU was like, uh, we definitely condemn this program. I don't know. What is it? What is this? What are you talking about? It's not a thing. Um, I don't know. I mean, I see, I see their point, but I also, I kind of see the other point too, which is where criminals give birth to more criminals. Right. <laughs> so, and that I'm going to read another, a couple things from the article here from, from the judge. I understand it won't be entirely successful, but if you reach two or three people, maybe that's two or three kids not being born under the influence of drugs. I see it as a win-win. So, I hope he can answer the same question. Is abortion okay? You know, that'd be a good question. As a God-fearing individual, he probably says no. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to guess. Yeah, I I guess I would guess you're right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's a hell of a choice to make. Um, the second thing, <laughs> go ahead. They, I'm sorry, they have a choice, so I don't have a problem with it. I think, you know, if they, if you're stupid enough to be like, yeah, I'll do this, then you should probably should be having kids, right? So it's I don't have a problem. Thirty with it. days for a life changing surgery. Hmm. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like, are they only yeah. getting like a month off? Yeah. Hmm. 
No, they're not getting a month off. They're getting 30 days time served, right? Well, they're getting 30 days. Yeah, like a 30 day reduction. Oh, just a 30 day reduction? Right. Get the fuck out of here. That's that's then you're really then they really does then they're really doing us a service because they're weeding out the fucking non hackers out of life. Great. They should just shoot them in the head in the backyard. <laughs> if we put you to death, we'll give you 30 days off early. Oh, I'll take it. I'm like, all right, cool, let's go. <laughs> you're doing me a favor as an American citizen. Please continue. Yeah. There's uh, definitely arguments for both sides of that yeah. situation. Um, the second link in here is just something that is a it's a TV show that's now canceled called Gravity Falls. We've probably spoken about it previously briefly, um, but if you like if you like Rick and Morty, then you should watch Gravity Falls. There's only two seasons, um, but it just it made me think of it since we were talking about Star Trek and Stargate and stuff. So there's some they live in a magical forest, crazy shenanigans. Good stuff. Mike, I think you would really enjoy it. Hmm. All right. The the Disney logo makes me hesitate, but no, I've, uh, I've seen it. It's a good, it's it's pretty yeah. good. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a cartoon for adults. It's not a kids show. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll check it out then. Mhm. Consider it done. Excellent. All right. So, I have a few links here. I I didn't want to put them up in the news and it didn't seem really appropriate anywhere else. So I just stuck them down here in the extra section. Um, first of all, NASA is releasing like a whole shit ton of old videos from their archives for like you know testing testing planes and doing all kinds of stuff. So they're gonna have uh, they're gonna release five hundred videos of experimental aircraft doing things. And all on YouTube. Do a barrel roll. Yep. That'd be great if someone uploaded them to Pornhub and people started and they tagged it like behind the scenes or BTS and people started searching. Be like, what the fuck is this NASA footage? <laughs> well, Evan, you can do it. I can. I will be that someone. Yes. So I look forward to looking at some of these videos. Should be I interesting. Look, I look forward to looking at your Pornhub links. Yeah, that too. Um, I have another link in here that says the empire is collapsing. So this is the article James was talking about earlier in the show. I really didn't get a chance to read this whole thing. It's it's actually a pretty long article, but um, it's it says. Pentagon study declares American empire is collapsing. So first of all, just, just what grabbed me about this is they're using the word empire, which I find interesting in and of itself, not American country, not American society, Mm -hmm. empire. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. That's an interesting choice of words. I mean, much like the ancient Romans who, Spread their wisdom and ways of life across their will. Across, yes, yeah, spread their will across Europe. Uh, you know, by force. We we Americans have done much the same over the last hundred years. We will we will we will bring them our peaceful ways by force. Yeah, exactly. Thank, <laughs> thank you, Bender. Well, you, you've heard the. You've you know heard what's the sad? Saying. That's not. That's not wrong. <laughs> I mean, you've heard the saying American it's not imperialism, incorrect. right? 
you know, American imperialism. And, and that's truly what it is. We're, we're just, you know, outside of our governmental structure, we, you know, we're sort of an empire, you know, sort of, but not so much as it used to be, but, you know, not, and nowhere like the British, but, you know, we were at a time. Hmm. I think I will read this because it seems interesting. I think it is too. I just, like I said, I just didn't get a chance to. So this says the report, the Pentagon study uh, demands massive expansion of military industrial complex to maintain global access to resources. That's what they say. So that's interesting. And we've actually talked about that before. Well, I think we've talked about that before, how, you know, we're, we're always fighting over resources, right? Like oil or this or that, whatever. And I think as resources get more scarce, um, the fighting is going to continue and probably intensify. Unless we can make it out to space, and get resources from asteroids and whatnot. <laughs> well, we could. Space fights, you know? I like that. I'm fairly sure that the depletion or, or we of, need to get renewable energies or something well renewable energy is is definitely a thing that's growing but i'm pretty sure that the uh scarcity of fossil fuels and the impending depletion of fossil fuel reserves is like a panic uh like not media induced panic but is essentially untrue like for instance, the whole the whole reason that you know apparently, since I'm not a diamond expert, but the whole reason that diamond rings and everything are so expensive is bullshit. Is, be, is because De Beers, like the diamond mining company, basically uh, stockpiles them so they control the they control the supply, so they can drive the prices up. I mean, there's you know so many trillions of barrels of oil. That you know the we're not likely to run out you know in the next seventy years, but the perception that we might drives the prices up, which drives profits up, which makes people panic, which fuels wars and all that stuff. Yep, very true. Hmm. Well, anyway, check out this article if you're yeah. interested in this kind of thing. For sure. Um. Next up. I've actually seen this before, and maybe we've talked about it a long time ago, but they I think they've updated it recently. This is a kind of a funny map of the DC metro system, and they, they put, you know, quote-unquote real names on mm -hmm. all the metro stations. What's so, in Carrollton? Let me see. <laughs> it says Amtrak again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Amtrak again, it says. Um... For the wheat metro station, it says Peruvian chicken and pupusas. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> forest Glen, it says neither a forest nor a glen. Correct. And the Silver Spring one, it says Cory House Tavern lives. <laughs> Which, there you go. They're not wrong. What's a Noma? Yeah, that's uh, that's funny. So, yeah, so this is just a funny little, little metro map. Um, check that out when you get a sec. Then, Evan, I really didn't get a chance to read this article either, but it looked interesting, and I wanted to bring it to anyone's attention who might be interested. This next one, 
An experiment in Zurich brings us nearer to a black hole's mysteries. Huh. So I really did not get a chance to read it. So <laughs> at all. Okay. So I don't know what's going on, but it sounded interesting. It grabbed me. So I put it in here. Maybe we can take a look at that. It's got potential. Yeah. It, does. it doesn't seem too long. Um, next up. Do you guys know who Malena Milana Weintraub is? Yes. The AT&T chick? Yes. Mm-hmm. So she uh, wrote an article that was published in InStyle magazine or InStyle.com. And it's about um, her story as a uh, coming to this country as a refugee when she was a child. She is from Eastern Europe somewhere. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get a chance to read this either, but I've seen some of her stuff in the past. I've heard her interviewed before. I've seen her on TV several times. She is very interesting. <laughs> no, she's cool. She's cool. She's cool peoples, you know? Mm-hmm. So definitely check this out. I'm going to read this when I, once the show's over, probably. Um, <laughs> we'll recap this all next week. That's all right. Just, just cut and paste this all the next week. <laughs> um, and now I got some, some, I'll say funner links, but, uh, we've, I'm sure we, well, I don't know if we talked about this before, but there's a YouTube channel called Vsauce. Evan, I know you know about it. I know of it. Yes. Um, James, you may or may not know of it. I've been watching it for years. Oh, there you go. All right. So you know about it too. So in case our viewers, our listeners, I should say. Uh, don't know about it, check out Vsauce. I put a link in the show notes here, but you can just type in Vsauce. It's just the letter V and then sauce, like spaghetti sauce. And it's pretty good videos about some interesting topics, usually science-based, but not necessarily always science-based. Sometimes it's just like, you know, what if, you know, or, you know, logic problems or whatever, you know, stuff like that. It's, uh, It's pretty cool. I'd recently rediscovered it, so. Did you stumble upon it? Oh, ho. you know, Evan, I was trying to think of that site the other day, and I hey, couldn't think of it. I'm go. glad you just fucking said it. So <laughs> now I can now I can sleep. No, um, now you can. Not I can sleep. die happy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Must um, click next stumble. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure we. I'm sure we actually talked about that on the show. Yeah, probably towards the beginning of the sh- when we started doing this, but. Yeah, if anyone hasn't checked out Stumble Upon yet, check it out. You tell it what your preferences are. Like, I like sci-fi, I like computers, I like hacking, I like cooking, I like whatever. Like dads. I like dads. And then you... (laughs) That dad bod, yo. No. And then you... uh, It just sends you to random links on the internet. And every time I've done it, I was like, wow, this is great. This is a great site. You know, the yeah. next one. Oh, wow. This is a great site. Wow. This is a great site. So you could be up all night with that one. You gotta, you gotta watch out, you know, this is what the internet should be. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's great. No. So, all right. So stumble upon. Cool. Thank you, Evan. Um, we talked about it earlier. The, the law that says that everything will become about Hitler at some point mm-hmm. on the internet. That's called Godwin's law. I put a link to it in the show notes here. Check that out. If you're interested. And then last but certainly not least, there's a dating website, or a, I don't know if it's a dating website. I know it's a, I know it's an app. 
um, you know, kind of like all the other dating apps. And it's, but it's based around hate. Hmm. I love so it. So do you, people who hate, hate the same stuff as you. That's awesome. So it's called Hater, Hater Dater. <laughs> well, the website is haterdater.com. Um, they just say download it, download it to your uh, phone. It looks like it's only on Apple right now, on iOS. Hopefully they'll bring it to other platforms soon. It's like no, the number one thing people hate, Android. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. And they have they have some examples here on the on the website. It's like slow walkers. You know, like you hate slow walkers. You hate pain extra for guacamole. <laughs> hate Trump right there. They have him, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I'm going to have to download that and uh, check it out. Sounds Sounds interesting. Do they have one for hating people who don't use their turn signal or their headlights in the rain? You know, Evan, I'm pretty sure you can put whatever you want on there. So, so yes. Yes. And I feel you on all that, by the way. It's a good thing you two found. Um, James, what do do we got? (laughs) Um, Oh, then you put in the link here for that uh, reading rainbow thing. Yeah. Reading rainbow DMX video. So good stuff. Oh, this is hilarious. Yeah. I will watch it later. <laughs> that's, okay, that's hilarious. Yeah. All right. Let's stop that yeah, for now. That's good. All right. <laughs> cool. Well, is there anything else anyone wants to uh, talk about? No, sir. Joms? You know, uh, You're good? I have just queued up, and I'll watch it and put it in the show notes for next week. Uh, the trailer to The Defenders has been released. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that turns out. That's and what the, is that? That is the combination of all the Netflix Marvel Universe characters on their own show on on the Netflix channel. Uh, so uh, mm-hmm. what's his name? Uh, it's Jessica Daredevil, Jones and Jessica Jones. Um, it's gonna be a few people, and I believe uh, what's his name? The Punisher is gonna be in it. So yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, that could be interesting. Yep, yep, yep. It's a movie or a show? It's a TV show. Like a like 10 or 15 episode show, something like that. Okay. Cool. God, this is a clip from, from Star Trek Discovery. The, the fucking Klingons look so fucking weird. They're so shiny and purple looking. Christ. Ugh. So veiny. Yeah, man. They're like a veiny... <laughs> Take us out, Michael. Yeah. What are we doing? Let's go. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for another episode of the IO Panel. You can always check us out on (coughs) iopanelpodcast.com. Excuse me. Send your uh, feedback to feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. On the website, you can subscribe to our RSS feed. Uh, Our social media links are also there on the right-hand side. Uh, You can also subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play Music. So be sure to check us out there. Um, Once again, thank you for joining us. Catch you later.